Hey, it's Chell. And Josh. And welcome, welcome to, to the Unstuck, Unstuck Institute. Institute. Stuck in a day job you hate? Not sure how to start and grow your own business? The Unstuck Institute podcast is all about helping you take your next step on the road to working for yourself. Hey, hey, Unstuckers. Josh here, as joined every week by my co-host, Chell. Say what's up, Chell. What's up, Unstuckers? We are back for another rousing episode of the Unstuck Institute podcast. This week, we got to interview Faye Fulton, who's going to tell us about storytelling and why it's important in business. I think she gave us a different perspective on it. Like, we're so surrounded by stories whether it be like on facebook on instagram be like omg i'm telling my story i'm going live but there's so much more to it than that and she really breaks it down for us in this interview absolutely and i would also uh challenge our listeners to to right now think about what is your definition of story what how do if if someone hadn't heard the word before how would you explain it to them uh, we're going to get into that and a whole lot more with our interview with Faye, and she'll tell us all about story. So without further ado, our interview with Faye Fulton. Welcome, Faye, to the podcast. Thank you so much for being with us today. I appreciate you having me on. I'm delighted to be here. So Faye, tell our listeners a little bit about yourself, where you come from, your background. Well, I had a wonderful childhood. I grew up in Italy. And that is where I got interested in storytelling. That sounds like a wonderful childhood. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't trade my childhood with anyone else's. I think Chell would agree. She's got a, a low-key obsession with Italy. So Yeah. <laughs> my name. Ah, okay. Well, my father was a corporate bigwig, and he got a huge promotion. That's why we moved there. So ah. I moved to Italy before I was six. And that's really my world. You know, that's when I came out in the world. And uh, I'm sure you know, as most European cities, people live in high-rise apartment buildings. And that's what we did. Mm -hmm. We occupied the top floor. But on the third floor of my apartment building lived a contessa. And she was also a famous opera singer. Well, when I met her, she had already retired and after she retired, she acquired that disease called agoraphobia, where she could not leave her home. Mm. So she was often mm. out on her balcony, but she never left her apartment. And that's how we met. She called down to me one day. I was the only American in the neighborhood, so I was the buzz, you know. And she invited me up, and we developed this very special, very close friendship. She never had children of her own, but she treated me like I was her daughter. And because she had agoraphobia, all of her friends came to visit her. Well, all of her friends were famous performers, singers, dancers, choreographers. And these people were sensational storytellers. So at that really young age, I was listening to stories from people from all different countries, speaking all different languages, about all different components of the world. It was fascinating. So that's actually how I got interested in storytelling. And now, at this point in my life, I feel like I've come full circle. 
because my career, I've always been very fortunate with my career. It's always been about communication skills. But now, the only type of communication I speak on as a keynote speaker or work with, with my one-on-one clients, is business storytelling. So now I'm right back to it, but started so early. I've always been fascinated with story. So what is business storytelling, Faye? Well, it is very, very different than telling a story for simply entertainment purposes. And Mm -hmm. I tell those types of stories too. And I do that for myself, uh, but also to get the experience. So a business stories, you've got to work with business stories strategically. And one of the things that I always start out with, whether again, I'm giving a keynote in front of a thousand people, or if I'm working one-on-one with, with a professional who needs a business story, I ask them to give me their definition of story. Because right now, people are truly confused about what story actually is. I completely understand the confusion because we feel so familiar with story. We feel very close to it. And when most people hear the word story, they think back on their childhood. Their parents would, you know, send them to bed and read them a story before falling asleep. But then when I ask people about the definition of story, invariably, this is the definition I get. They say story. Well, story has a beginning, a middle, and an end. (laughs) Well, yes, it does. But that doesn't give us any information. (laughs) Yes, it doesn't give us any information. It doesn't help us understand story. And even a cockroach and Thanksgiving dinner has a beginning, a middle, and an end. So people (laughs) are very familiar with it, but they just can't really grasp it. And today, it's really unfortunate And what I mean by unfortunate is over the last five years, the words story and storytelling have become buzzwords in business. And everyone seems to be talking about story, but very few people know what story actually is or even using it impactfully. So, so many people will call absolutely anything story. And they, in fact, don't have something that even comes close to being story. They are simply calling it story. Uh, Here's an example. Several weeks ago, I was on a, a networking Zoom. And the woman hosting said, okay, we're going to go around and I want everyone to tell their story in five words. You know, I, I just started laughing. I'm like, this, this is ridiculous. It's like asking me to cook a, a full Christmas dinner using only two ingredients. You know, it, it's just crazy. But for s- how, how many words are allotted for the beginning and how many words are allotted for the end? <laughs> well, you know, I was thinking if I tell you my name, then I only have three words. I mean, what? <laughs> it's, just, it's crazy to me. You know, but story, uh, people are just so confused with it. So I will share with you my definition of business storytelling, because, uh, you know, we work with it so differently than other types of stories. So mm-hmm. the definition I share with my clients and my audiences is storytelling is the intersection of your writing skills and your telling skills. 
Both skills are essential, but the magic will happen when you become an expert at combining those skills. You can't have a well-written, well-crafted story and then be a lousy teller. You know, it's going to fall flat on its face. And of course, the opposite is true. You can't be great, gregarious, a good teller, but you've got a horrible story. I mean, either way, you're going to lose your audience. There are quite a few skills you need to be very, very strong in to be a good storyteller. And of course, there's a huge difference between a story, a good story, and a great story. And today, because it's so competitive, you will need an incredible story. And, and so before we get into maybe some how, how-tos on that, why, why do we need a story at all in business? Like, I'm sure there are people out there who are thinking, um, I just sell a widget. Like, do you want the widget or not? What, what's, what does story <laughs> have to do with it, right? So what do you say to those people out there? oh oh it's so true it's so true well i will tell you my as a business storytelling consultant my one-on-one clients are very often high-end clients you know they're the the owner of the company they're a senior vp and their team or someone has told them, are right, you going to make a presentation mm-hmm. to your investors, to your team? You're going to be speaking at a conference. You need a story. So they come to me and they need a business story. But they also share this. I don't want to tell my audience or listeners a story because story is simply fluff. What I want to get up and share are my numbers, my statistics, the way we grew our company, how, you know, <laughs> how many millions we bring in every year. And I have to start educating those people right away. But actually, I love that because that's how I can help them. My skill set helps them. You know, it might be the owner of the company. All right, that person might have an MBA. They know how to run a business. They know how to crunch numbers. All of that is so boring to me. But my area of expertise, your communication skills, is how I can help them. So I immediately will start educating them and I will say, well, in fact, your business story is much more important than your numbers, your statistics and facts, because numbers and facts can only be understood within context and your listeners have to have that context. So your story is the context. And, you know, I see the light bulb go off and they're like, oh, my gosh, you're right. But again, it's part of that confusion that I completely understand because they're so close to the material. You know, they they think this is the most important thing. No one's going to remember those numbers. You know, they want to know why they'd be interested in doing business with you. When you go to a conference, for example, right, like they spit facts out at you. And how many of those facts do you remember? You don't. You remember how they overcame, how they achieved, not the not the nitty gritty, but kind of the overall picture and what took them from point A to point B. So I think this is just going along with that a hundred percent. Oh, it's so true. And who's going to remember all those numbers? You know, we you know, but here's the thing. Yeah, there are so many reasons storytelling in the business world is incredibly important. And here's one of them: people today, of course, they don't want to be sold. That's the last generation. 
But people today do business with people they know, like, and trust. If you're speaking and you're spitting out all those numbers and statistics and facts, that's not going to allow anyone to understand you, to know you, or even trust you. But what will do that? Telling them a story about the type of person you are. And it's all about building relationships in today's business world. And that's what business storytelling is. It's a communication, a relationship building tool. However, another very confusing thing to most people is when business storytelling surfaced about five years ago, the marketing industry latched onto it. And the marketing industry is trying to use story as a selling tool. And that is not the way to work with business stories in the business world. So there's so much confusion. But hey, that's why I have a career. (laughs) I can educate people and help them with my years of expertise. I've been working with business storytelling for 22 years. You know, this is not new to me. And I love being able to share that type of information and help people. And I know I've helped them when we finish creating their story. They have a great story (laughs) and they're going to start to get the results they expect to get. So I, you know, that does my soul good. I know I help people with my, my skills and my expertise. So what's the difference between uh, a story to sell somebody and a story um, to build a relationship? What's, what do you see as the key differences in, in how that story is constructed and expressed and delivered? Well, it's the content of the story that's going to be so different. So um, if, I, if I may, let me go ahead and share with you the five types of stories professionals need to be telling in the business world. Is that all right? Oh, you may. You may. Uh, because when I do that, <laughs> you're going to start to understand the answer to your question. Sure. Okay. Now, the first type of story professionals need to be telling is what I call an origin story. And Mm -hmm. what I mean by origin story is the reason you started your business or the reason that you started your career. Why did you choose to work inside that particular industry? So you start to tell origin stories, and this allows the people that are listening you know, they might be potential customers, clients, to understand why it would be worth doing business with you, the origin story. Mm-hmm. Now, the second type of story to share is what I call a beginning story. And the beginning story, those are stories about your childhood. When you were learning all of those life lessons that made you the person you are today. Now, for example, you could share this kind of story, a story about you and your brother playing baseball and all the gang is on the field. Your brother hits the ball and the ball crashes through a neighbor's window and breaks the window. Well, all those kids leave the baseball field except you. You go over, you pick up the baseball, you walk over to the neighbor's house, you knock on their door and you say, sorry, we broke your window and I will pay for your window. That will allow people to start to understand what kind of person you are. All those life lessons as a kid. You know, are you an honest person? Are you going to get there on time? Are you going to do what you actually say you're going to do? All these things can be communicated with one of those beginning stories. And again, it's talking about 
building relationships. I need to understand what kind of person you are so I can start to trust you. All right, the third type of story to share in the business arena is an inspiring story. So these are the types of stories that the leaders or maybe the business owner wants to share with their team. Because people today want to feel like they're part of something much bigger than themselves. They also want to know that they have worth, that they contribute to the team. So these inspiring stories are very, very important. All right, the fourth type of business story to be sharing is the value story. And the value stories, this is not a story trying to sell. This is a story about your product or the service you offer. But you're not going to be talking about how fabulous your perfume is, what the ingredients are that comprise that perfume. No, this value story is a story about a person who has used your product or your service and how your product or your service has helped them or improved their life. But it's not about trying to sell them the benefits on this. It's how it impacted their lives. And the last one, the fifth type of story to tell is the customer story. And this is not a testimonial, but this is a story your customers are going to be telling. And again, they're going to tell a story about how your product or your service helped them or improved their life. So those are the five types of business stories professionals need to be sharing. And incredibly valuable for the connection, for the building relationships. Yeah, it, it, all, it, it all ties into, I think, how how you make people feel, how people feel about you and how your product or service makes people feel, right? Like every, everything you just said, I think like ties to that, um, which makes a lot of sense. It, none of what you said goes, well, let me pull out my chart <laughs> and show you some numbers, right? Um, and, and everything of what you said, like when you were talking about how the customer feels uh, after they win with your product or service, you know, it's, it's more about um, that kind of a success, that kind of a feeling than um, uh, like, yeah, it was good. It was really good. <laughs> he shipped on time too. <laughs> you know, like that kind of a testimonial. <laughs> For me, the beginning and origin stories really resonate because in my personal business, like that's where my love of food and cooking and like family bonds and relationships really stemmed from. So like, Oh, I, I thought you were going to say that you broke a window as a kid. Uh, <laughs> no, I broke a light. Like I broke a light fixture playing volleyball in the house, though. Aha, aha. <laughs> that's why it resonates. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> but like that's what resonates for me. And that's what I try and share whenever possible. Right. Like people want to hear the reality of like why you came to be and like what makes you tick. And I think sharing that can be really impactful because they may have had similar experiences or the complete opposite experience, but they really wanted that experience. Well, and what you guys are both talking about is another very important component of story and why story is so powerful. And that is emotion. Emotion is a component of story. And the relationships, you know, you start to trust person because you're feeling it. That's an emotion. And it might be, like you said, you're feeling something that you can completely identify with in your childhood. 
And, you know, those beginning stories, they're filled with all the lessons we all learned. So very, very likely they will begin to feel connection with you because they can truly identify with it. It's just simply another reason story is such an incredible communication tool. And I will tell you that story is always going to trump opinions or assertions because no person can argue with a true story skillfully told. And there is another great reason to tell a business story. No arguments. <laughs> you can't contest it. There you yeah. go. So we're, we're almost at times, but I do want to ask you, is there, is there one thing you're seeing over and over again with your clients? Like the every, almost every client comes to you and every client needs to hear blank. What would that be? Well, several things. But I will tell you. Blank and blank and blank and blank. <laughs> I will tell you uh, so often, you know, like I said, their team has told them you need to share a story. So you need a story. And they'll say, look, I don't have any stories. My life isn't that interesting. Uh, you know, I, I crunch numbers. I'm a CPA, whatever. My life isn't very interesting. I don't have any stories. Well, of course, everyone has stories. But I understand that. Because to you, it isn't a story. You're so close to it. To you, it was just your life. So many, many times, I will have to go through exercises that I already have, of course, and share with those clients to stimulate the gray matter. We're going to have to come up with a true story because I'm not going to work with anyone who shares uh, something they completely make up. We're not making up a story. This is a story about you, and it's going to be a true story. So very often we have to start digging to find an appropriate story. But then it's going to take all sorts of other skills to craft it and write a very good story. You know, but we start with, I don't have any stories. <laughs> so often, <laughs> you know, my mother said that. I don't have any stories. I'm like, well, how about this? this and, you know, <laughs> these are great stories, but we have to develop them. But yeah. That's it's funny you mention uh, a CPA who feels like I'm not interesting. I just crunch numbers. Um, a little, a little sidebar. I'm in a business networking group, and there's a CPA who uh, always looked at me as the person in the group who was like full of energy and fun and and always interesting and entertaining. And he he said to me once, he was like, "I wish I could do fun things like you in the group meetings, but I can't. I'm just a CPA." Like. Just, there's nothing interesting about that. And I, I looked at him and I said, look, I fix computers. There's nothing interesting about that either. <laughs> you know, like, like I, I make it interesting. And I, I challenged him to do the same thing. The next week he showed up and he rapped about taxes for our group and everyone hit the floor. It was so amazing. Oh, that's terrific. So, so to the to your point, I think anyone who's like, I don't have a story. I'm just I'm just a number cruncher. I, I just I just I just like there's something. There's always something um, that you can do to um, to make it interesting. Or there's a story like you were saying that you can dig for that is interesting to others. You just don't think it's interesting because you know it. It's old hat to you, you know. <laughs> and and I think uh, doing a little digging um, is. You'll you'll easily find a whole multitude of things versus uh, I can't because I'm just <laughs> you know. Yes, mo most people start that way with me, but I've always I've always been able to unearth a story, an appropriate story, 
for what they need. You know, <laughs> we just have to dig. Absolutely. I mean, your life cannot be that Absolutely. boring. You know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't think very many people's lives are that boring. It's just boring to them because they already lived it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, Faye, are you ready for our three questions? I am. Three questions. One, what is your bucket list travel destination? Australia and New Zealand. Nice. Well, hopefully restrictions open up quickly, soon-ish, <laughs> and you can get down there. Awesome. There's a lot so, of people who want to go to New Zealand on this podcast, and I'm I'm just I'm let's organize a party because I want to go to New retreat Zealand. in New Zealand and Australia. <laughs> apparently, <Yeah. laughs> I think that'd be great. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Two. If you could choose, what would be your last meal? I would have lasagna a la bolognese, a glass of my favorite wine, which is Sangiovese. And then for dessert, I I would have prosciutto. Nice. So that was very Italian inspired. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I still eat the Mediterranean diet. And of course, I, I cook <laughs> Italian food. Awesome. You just made shell salivate. Oh, just man. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Three. What is your favorite hobby that doesn't make you money? I collect Hall China. Hmm. Cool. Awesome. How big's your collection? I have 97 pieces. Whew. Wow. <laughs> and my favorite designs were created in the 1940s and the 1930s. Very nice. cool. It's 97 more pieces than I Oh, have. man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Well, thanks, Faye, so much for being here. Where can people find you and reach out to you? Well, I'm certainly out there. They can find me on my website, which is simply my name. FayeFulton.com, and that's F-A-Y-E-F-U-L-T-O-N. You can find me on Instagram, and on Instagram, it's at FayeFulton, underline speaker. Now, on Instagram, I share a lot of information and tidbits about business storytelling. So I'd like to share this with your listeners. On my Instagram, every Tuesday, I share a vocabulary word and also a storytelling technique. So the vocabulary word is my definition of the word. You'll not find that definition in any dictionary. And the storytelling technique is very often, what you do is instead of using the word, you share your definition of the word. And it's a great storytelling mm. technique. And it's also mm -hmm. very frequently a way to add some humor to your story, the definition, instead of using the actual word. So that's on Instagram. And then, of course, you can find me on LinkedIn with, with my name, Faye Fulton. Awesome. We'll put all those links in the show notes. Thanks so much, Faye, for being here and uh, telling us about business stories. Well, thank you for having me. I've really enjoyed talking with you guys. The Unstuck Institute podcast is brought to you by my very own podcast startup course. Are you ready to make your voice heard? Not sure if your podcast idea will fly? Well, log in to podcaststartupcourse.com slash free course now to take a free mini course on idea validation and find out if your idea will work. That's podcaststartupcourse.com slash free course. The Unstuck Institute podcast is also brought to you by our awesome new life book. Want to get a handle on your life and where you're going? Lack of productivity keeping you down? Download our free workbook to get clear on where you want to go in life 
and use the Lifebook system to help keep yourself on track to be more productive in your daily life. Download the Unstuck Institute Lifebook today at www.unstuck.institute slash lifebook. It's time for a recap. One, business stories should be strategic. It's the intersection of your writing and your telling skills. The magic happens when you combine those skills. Two, people do business with those they know, like, and trust. Three, there's always a story to tell. And that's a wrap on episode 114. Website and show notes are at www.unstuck.institute. Remember to follow us on Instagram at unstuck.institute. Go back to episodes one, two, and three to learn more about the Unstuck Institute, Josh and myself. And if you love our podcast and would like to help us out, leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. It helps out the show a ton. If you leave us a five-star written review, you'll be entered in a monthly drawing to win a 30-minute brainstorming coaching sesh with me and Josh. For instructions on how to leave a review, go to our website, unstuck.institute. Talk to you next week. We'll be talking to Hank Hoffmeyer about marketing for small businesses. I just realized I should say about. I have no idea. <laughs>